Welcome back to Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and got my linemate Matt here with me. And today we're going to be going over free agency for the Blackhawks and some of the things that we saw from around the league. So before we get started, give us a shot on, on uh, follow us on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook, Chicago Tomahawk. And check out the FHN that that is the at the FHN to get all of your hockey news. We are an FHN podcast and uh, we get and they have all of the other teams on there. Jump on there, get your hockey news. And uh, and it's great. We've got a new logo out just released yesterday and things are changing and moving, getting ready for next season. So to start off with, we got Seth Jones. Obviously, everybody knows about that already. Got Jake McCabe, hard-hitting defenseman, defensive defenseman, which is what we need. We're talking about uh, David Savard a lot, and Jake McCabe essentially fills that role. Uh, big surprise, we got Mark Andre Fleury. I'm not for sure nothing. for nothing. Essentially, I mean, yep. if if he if he plays, you know, we take his cap hit. If he doesn't play, then the cap we don't get penalized for his for his cap hit, but. He's discussing it with his family right now on whether he's going to play or not. You know, he was really blindsided by the by the fact that he was traded. He found out on Twitter actually that he got traded before he got um, notification from the from the team. But you know, that being said, the um, who's the GM for Vegas? I forgot his name. McPhee. McPhee. Yeah, he said that the trade call hadn't even gone through yet. It had leaked and went to Twitter. And he's like, I can't, I can't call a guy and 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 tell him about a trade that ha- where the trade call hasn't been made yet, and that's understandable, you know. Uh, information just flies out at the at the speed of light, you know. And the guy yeah. barely had Seattle. a chance to, yeah, barely had a chance to give him a give him a heads up. And we yeah. got Juhar uh, Kyra from Edmonton, uh, who hits like a Mack truck. So uh, that's I think that's a good thing. Some free agents that we lost were Zadarov to Calgary. They have not struck a deal yet, so we don't know what his deal is. It's going to be um, Hinnestroza to Buffalo for $1 million, one-year deal. Suter to Detroit on a two-year deal at $3.2 million. And Kampf to Toronto. Uh, I believe that's a two-year deal as well, at $1.5 million per. So the big thing here is Suter. And a lot of people are talking about, you know, we should have... Kept Suter and not signed. Oh, and we traded for for Tyler Johnson. I can't believe I forgot that. We oh, traded yeah. for Tyler Johnson, which is, uh, I think, personally, it's huge because he's got experience. He's a former 30-goal scorer. Um, he could play, he could play uh, both ends of the ice, but I think that he's got a lot of upside to him, and he's got, he's got speed. Um, obviously, we let Pius Suter go, which was kind of painful, but... In the long run, I think that maybe the Hawks thought that he was asking for too much money, and uh, and they figured Tyler Johnson would fit the bill better, even though it's one point eight million more. Uh, I think he's a little bit more proven than Suter, though that he is older. Out of all of the uh, signings so far in the trades, Matt, who would you say is you like the most, or what what is what is what's caught your eye? Well, if Suter, I'm sorry, if Flurry plays. I'm going to be really surprised about that move. But I was a huge fan of the Johnson trade. That was virtually for nothing, too. Actually, we got another pick out of that, I think, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I think we got um, a third rounder. Second rounder or, or something? Or a third or yeah. second rounder. But, I mean, 
remember I remember when we first started doing our podcasts. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the Zadrock trade for this. Actually, oh. because we we, uh, we we gave him a qualifying offer, we were able to trade him to Calgary. And in return, Get instead of letting him walk for nothing, we got a third yeah. round pick out of that, which I think is really good. Yeah. And for, for Johnson, we got nothing. a second round pick. Well, like what I was getting to, um, remember when they put him on waivers? Right. Tampa. How, how like we were like, dude, we, we got to jump on this. Yeah. We got the cap space. We yeah. got injuries. We need them. Yeah, we did. And no one claimed him. Right. 30 freaking one teams did not claim him. And I think by Tampa doing that, I guess his cap hit was different. So, I mean, I'm glad we got him now. And for a retired player that will never play again, it's a huge deal for us at $5 million a year. Right. Two-time Stanley Cup champion, top six forward. He played bottom six there, I think, because he's a team. I mean, player. look at look at the team. It's it was an all-star team if you think about it. But really, I think he will fit in great with even Kane, anybody on the top six. Kaner, you put him with Kaner, you put him with DeBrincat. I think he'll fit right in. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Gaudette signed a one-year deal, a one-year prove-it deal. I believe that was for nine hundred and seventy thousand. Um. And I think that's pretty much for the for the signings for right now. I actually on Twitter yesterday I released my my picks that I thought that the lines what they would look like. Let me pull it up really quick and I'll, I'll let you go. Cool. So here is my projective lineup for the offense. Offense, we've got Kubalik at left wing, Taves, Kurashev at white right wing. I want Kurashev at right wing because I think that he can shoot. And he can pass, which gives him a really good options for Taves, whether he wants to dish it to Kershev or Kubelik. And uh, and obviously Kubelik is there to shoot. We've got Debrinkit and Johnson and Kane on the second line. It was mentioned on Twitter that um, that that's there's a lot of small guys on that line. I think that it could still work. Be, by This was mentioned by uh, Drew Matthews at Wolverine Gene 18. I think that it would work because Debrinkit, Johnson, and Kane are fast, and they're so dynamic that I think that being on a second line, uh, a second line role, that they could still score no matter who you who you throw at them. And I've got Hagel, Doc, and Nylander on the third line. Doc can I, I think has proven he could pretty much play with anybody, um, and I think that he has pretty much. He, he has chemistry with pretty much uh, anybody. So I think that he would work well on that line. That would give Nylander an opportunity to show off some of his offensive skills and give Doc an opportunity to um, grow into that second line center role uh, so that you know he could take some of his time and, and not be just thrown into it kind of like he was last year, uh, which is a big reason actually why I want Johnson on the second line because he can win faceoffs and that's big. Uh, the possession game is big for that second line because of Kane and Debrinkit. And for the fourth line, I've got Gaudette at left wing, Carpenter at center, and uh, Kira, K- K- Kyra at at right wing. I got to get this guy's name right. It's uh, a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think Carpenter might play left wing and Gaudette play center. So uh, that's who I've got. That's going to be the... Uh, that's going to be the defense burn checking line. For the defense, I've got McCabe and Jones on the top line. I've got Kalanuk and Murphy 
on the second defensive pairing. And I've got Mitchell slash Bowden paired with Stillman on that last line. Uh, I believe that Dehan is going to be traded for cap relief. And to be honest with you, man, he's a good player. I just don't see him on the team anymore. And for goaltending, obviously, we've got Lankinen or Fleury, 1A, 1B. Uh, and that's where I've got the that's where I've got the lines at. And I think that this could be a really good team with this line. Is this a team that's going to win the Stanley Cup? I don't know. Probably not. But this is a team that could be competitive, much better than the team that we had last year. And um, oh yeah, defense and, is way better. Well, defense is way better. And to be honest with you, we were playing some really really good teams, and we had a really really bad defense. I'm curious to see how the team would have been if if they didn't have uh, such a bad defense, you know. But anyways, that's what I got, man. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I noticed that a couple players on our, you know, our roster aren't on your list. Like obviously Dylan Strom. Um, I didn't even mention him. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I, I'm just I'm looking at your <laughs> tweet right now with and Drew Matthews. So think about this. If we traded DeHaan and we traded Strom, that's another $7 million in relief, cap right. relief. So, I mean, even if we traded them for like a minor league defenseman or a minor league forward, and we sent them to Rockford, I think that would be, you know, pretty pretty good trade actually just for the cap relief because we know we're not going to get much out of Strom unless they want him playing winger. Do you, do you think... Uh, Maybe they'll put him on the top line with Taves and Kubalik, but I hope not because he can't play wing very well. He can't play center that well either. Right, so I know. That's I, why I just I, don't. I mentioned earlier. I mentioned on on Twitter that uh, where would I put Strom because I left him off yeah. of the list. I said I'd have him in section three hundred three selling hot dogs because <laughs> that's really all the only thing I could think to, to get some use out of him. To be honest with you. He'd probably still mess that up, but I would. <laughs> I, I do like your second line. I do like DeBrincat, Johnson, and Kane. I know what do you what do we call it? the six and under line, the six, six foot and under, under yeah. line. I mean, more like but, five ten and under. <laughs> I mean, I that's great. You know, DeBrincat's a shooter. Kane's a passer. Johnson could he could score and pass. Yeah, and, actually, you know, Kaner's got a really great backhand, so he can shoot too. He know? does. He just got to use it more. You know, yeah. I just feel like he's just. He's just so he loves that pass and loves watching his teammates bury one timers. He's good at but it. I I do like your lines. I I and I like our defense too. And I Jones making five million this year is huge. I right. mean, McCabe is making four, yeah. <laughs> so he's only making a mil more even than Connor Murphy too. And I mean, I'm still hearing all these negative things about Jones's salary. I mean, why do we care so much about what he's making? We got a really good player. It's right. not hurting us. We still have cap space. Right. And like we said before, Kane and Taves, they're not going to be making that 10.5 forever. No. Jones will be the face here and he will probably be the highest paid player for and, until DeBrincat needs a raise. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you think he's going to make? 10? I could see nine. You know, I mean, he's yeah. well, maybe he's he's putting up some pretty damn good numbers, and you got to pay the kid because he's going to be another. He's going to be the face of the offense. Yeah, it's kind of like you want to hope that he doesn't hit that fifty mark. You know, 
I think he can. I think he can. I, mean, too. I, I think he. I really do. And I. I mean, we've always people talked about Taves hitting that you know fifty goal mark. I don't even think he's hit forty yet. No, I know he's been to thirty five, but that's just not his game. Yeah, it's not. And I don't even think Kaner's hit fifty. I think his best was what forty, forty two, forty maybe forty five. I don't know, but yeah. Our he last fifty goal scorer, Jr. Jeremy Roenick, back if, to back. If you're yeah. listening, Jr., we love you, man. Yeah, we miss that guy. He's he's like gone. Yeah, they shunned him. Yeah, it's brutal. Yep. So some surprises that I thought were Feligno to Boston. I didn't see that coming. Uh, I know that he wasn't going to stay in in um, in Toronto, but I didn't think that he'd be going to Boston. Um, Sod to the Blues. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, that hurt your feelings. It did, it? man. It it, it burned me you. a little bit. Uh, Grubauer to Seattle. Now I know that the writing was on the wall with the Landeskog, yeah, you know, with the Landeskog signing, but I did not see Grubauer going to Seattle. And For Daniel that much to, money. And Daniel to the to the Kings. I thought that he would have stayed in Montreal. I heard Vegas really wanted Philip Deneau too. Yeah. And I heard they traded Flurry to get. To know and it didn't really? work out. Yeah, I, I heard a lot of rumors on that one too. I thought they but were going, going for Eichel. I now I he's their backup plan, but I how do you? I mean, how can you pay this that team? They they have they like they sign these guys long term and then what? They just trade them two years after, right? I mean, they're they've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah, but uh, back to Seattle for a minute. Actually, I hold on, f- I got to mention Brooklyn Go Joiner uh, from uh, the FHN Nick. He mentioned that he thought yeah. that they were they were trading Flurry so that they could sign Alec Martinez to make oh. some some room for it, and I thought that was a I think that he had a. Really I good actually point heard there. he did. He that's a good point too. But I actually heard they wanted Philip Deneau, um too. And I heard that on NHL Morning Radio. That uh, I think Nick Alberga, I think his name is, but he he was hearing rumors about that. And you know that that would have been scary. That's like that'd be a very good team if they got a shutdown center like him, because they're in desperate need for centers. Of yeah. Vegas, that's their weakness. Even everyone said down the middle they were really, really weak. But uh, the goaltending was good, and I, I guess they're going with uh, Leonard now. Good for him. He's finally getting his chance. You know, he's been on teams where you know he's been with Crawford. He's Played with, uh, he's played with good goalies. Now he's the only guy, though, like that's um, a true number one. I don't know who's. Did they sign a backup? Vegas? Do you know? They did, but I forgot who it was. Yeah, it can't be that big then. So yeah. But hey, how do you think Drieger feels <laughs> from Seattle? Yeah, it's no like kidding. hey, three year deal or four year deal. We want you to be the guy. Oh, Philip Grubauer just signed. Yeah. Like, I I kind of be a little like, I mean, I'm getting paid still, which is you know. Getting paid four or three million to play hockey, but then you sign a a better guy. It's like shoot, what am I gonna do? You know. I think that they so. might sp- split time, man, and I think that's the way that the NHL is kind of going with things going forward. Yeah, the duos. Yeah, but uh, it makes a lot of sense to be honest with you. I mean, there's no reason. To, I mean, I, I know that there are guys out there that want to eat, chew up those minutes and and chew up those games and and play every day, but uh, I just I just think that it makes a lot of sense to have two guys that do it. Well, it does. Look at our cup-winning teams. We had uh, Huey and Niemi. Uh, we had Ray Emery, the best backup goalie we've ever had. Yeah. 
with Crawford and then Crawford and Darling and there were some good goalies, but those were good tandems, except for the, the, the QA. I, I it was uh, that was yeah, brutal. That was, a, that was a weird signing. That that was like out of nowhere too. Like why the hell do we sign Huey? We have Hobby Bullen, you know. Right. But uh, uh, Grubauer is good. I mean, he was a Vesna candidate. Um, I I called it. I think he he gets hurt. They overwork him. Yeah. And he kind of he kind of disappears at the wrong times. Like it, like or he's hurt at the wrong times, and then the team kind of struggles. And I maybe Sackick said, "Hey, uh, maybe we gotta let him go and go with the cheaper route." And they got uh, Darcy Kemper today through right. a trade. So we'll see how he. Um, See how he does, but he's you know he's been kind of rotting away in the desert. I, I thought, but I mean he he does have a better team in front of him, so maybe he'll be fine. Just go out there and, you know, he's not gonna be flashy. You just do your job, you know, like kind of like a Brian Elliott back in the day, you know, like he with the Blues, he never yeah. got his like respect as a starting goalie. But hey, maybe this guy will lead him to the cup finally and get uh, McKinnon his uh, his trophy for mm-hmm. once. He's been. 10 years with nothing. Yeah. So let's see. I'm, I'm sure he's hungry. Yeah, he is. Uh, Nedeljkovic was another t- surprise for me. N- Nedeljkovic to, um, was it Detroit? Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. To the Red Wings. Did you hear that that he, they traded him for because they couldn't agree on 500000 Really? That That's the rumor I heard, and that's why Don Waddell let him go. Wow. And Iserman, he, oh, man. That guy is a great GM. I mean, if it doesn't work out in Detroit, let's get the guy because this guy can build a team from the ground up. Look at Tampa. That's I don't care what anyone says. That's his team. Yeah, it was. But this was a great move for Detroit. They've needed a goalie for a while. I mean, Jimmy Howard was their goalie for years. He's old and never really worked out. The best goalie, I think, their, well, their last best goalie. Who do you think? Osgood? It's been a while. Detroit builds their team. They they're, they're not big goalie fans. Yeah, I feel like they and, don't. Uh, he he was Hasek. he had a tandem with Hasek, didn't he? Hasek, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Curtis Joseph, the one year wasn't Cujo, there like yeah. three of them? Yeah, yeah. So they they go top heavy. They don't really they don't rely on the the goaltending. But I mean, now you have to because that's I think been their big weakness for the last what decade? I think right, probably. Hawks are but clearly that, going. Right. They're they're clearly going bigger. And they're they're definitely shaping up a team to put behind Kane and Taves for you know the foreseeable future to kind of play out their last you know four to five seasons that I see them really playing uh, in 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 the league. Uh, I I think that five years max is it, and I think that they're building this team to you know let's take one last run, and that's what it should be. A lot of people are throwing their arms up in the air saying, oh, what about the rebuild? We don't have time for a rebuild. I mean, we had, it, to be honest with you, I think that that was just some, um, that was just for the fans to say, hey, this is what we're doing. We're doing a rebuild just so everybody isn't lighting torches, you know? And yeah. um, It's not a rebuild, what they did at all. No, not when you have two generational players like, like Taves and Kane. They just needed to buy themselves some time, and they did a, a good job doing it. Um, but they need they they've they've put some pieces in place. I think they have an opportunity to really, um, really uh, make a make a push, and we'll see what happens come trade deadline time. You know, and hopefully I, I the young kids step up. You know, I think they're a contender for the wild card spot. Mm. I'm not saying Stanley Cup, but I think they could. 
I think they can make a push for the playoffs. I, I do. I think if uh, this is a big if, Flurry, if he plays, that's a goalie that can win you a game when you're having an off night. He did it for Vegas in the playoffs multiple times, and he still got shat on by his coach. Yeah, and you know what? I I I think it's insane how they how he was treated there. I mean, he obviously loved everybody there, and they loved him. And it, I feel like just the coach, the coach did not want him to be the goalie, and they kind of just he kind of ran him out of town. And I I hope he plays just to kind of stick it to Vegas because we play them what four times a season. Yeah. Can you imagine that if he swept them four times just yeah. just to kind of stick it to his former team? Yeah. I that alone would motivate me. Like, oh, I'm in there. I'm in the West. I'm gonna play these guys. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope he plays. I really do. I love him. I'm a big fan of him. I'm going to make a prediction right now that we'll I'm, actually. I'm going to make two predictions. Okay. If I think the Hawks will make the playoffs. At a minimum, and to be honest with you, I think that they'll make it to the second round. All right, that's that's one of my predictions. If if they make it now, okay. th- now there's two things that are that's predicated on. If Colleton can put a good defensive scheme together, I think that it could happen. If the Hawks aren't winning by say Christmas, Colleton's gone, and Mark Crawford is going to step in as the interim head coach. And mm. and I think that the Hawks will make it to the second round of the playoffs, minimum. Mark Crawford, wow! That, that this is just a predict. This is just a prediction. Okay, of mine. all right. Okay, okay. Now Mark I know Crawford, that my that's... my predictions are pretty off the wall and out there sometimes. I know, <laughs> but you know what? A lot of times I'm right. Okay, and, and I think that I think I'm right on this one. I don't think you're right about Mark Crawford. I think uh... no, but I think that he's just going to step in. No, I think. Bowman's going to have somebody in mind, like, uh, I hate to say it, like a Bruce Boudreaux or, you know, somebody. I I would prefer a defensive coach, you know, who I would say. Torts. I don't want I don't want to upset our snowflake listeners that are don't like old school coaches that yell at players. But who's that? Uh, oh, please. The new generation of hockey fans. Torrell yelled at me. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Suck it up. But. <laughs> I think if Torts comes here, our defense is going to be better, but our offense might will suffer. Yeah, but and that's the pro- we'll that's that's a problem because we need it. It is, it is, and I'm the first one to admit our offense will go down, but we will win more games. I think so. It's what do you want? You want to win games, make the playoffs, or do you want Kane to score fifty? Or you, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. It kind of happened with Ovechkin one season. I think they signed that Dale Hunter to be the coach. Oh yeah, yeah. And he turned that team around. Like he they, did. They learned how to play defense, and Ovechkin got thirty goals, and he cried. He's like, I wanted fifty. Yeah. And well, dude, you made it. You made it to the playoffs, and I think you actually won a round. Yeah. And I mean, it's just the thing. I mean, I, Bruce Boudreaux. He's an offensive-minded coach. I'm not sure about his defense, uh, but I don't think Mark Crawford. I, I like your prediction, though, here. I think if the Hawks are bad, they do need to get a new coach fast. Yeah. But I do like that. But as what's your prediction for Flurry? What do you think? Uh, if he's going to play or retire? Well, okay. I'll say that he's going to play. I think he's going to surprise everybody he's going to play. 
I just got this feeling like he's, you know what? I really appreciate do the Blackhawks. <laughs> I really appreciate the Blackhawks wanting me, but you know what? I'm just, my heart's not here. I so think, I think he's going to say, you know what? I've been in Pittsburgh, you know, for a long time. Yeah. And then I went to Vegas for a long time. And you know what? I, I was never able to play for Matt. And this season <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to play for. I, uh, I listen to the Tomahawk. And this I listen to Matt the Tomahawk. Guy, he, and I'm going to listen to uh, Matt against Mike. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm not doing it for Mike though, because he's an Is asshole. Mike Mike said I wasn't a Hall of Famer, but I am a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and, and, and I'll say, you yeah. know what, man? I'll, I'm gonna yeah. challenge you. You'll be a Hall of Famer in my eyes if you bring another cup to uh, Chicago. He'll definitely be a Hall of Famer then. I've, I, I I'm gonna make you buy his jersey. Yeah, I might 29 have twenty nine Chicago Blackhawks Mark Andre Fleury. I'm, I might have to do that yeah. because. Um, if 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 the Hawks were to win the Stanley Cup, especially with Mark Andre Fleury behind the net, considering the the woes, well, I mean, it will be honest, the woes that he's had in the playoffs the past few years, and it would it would be it would be huge. It would be huge. I'm telling you, man. He, I mean, he had maybe one bad game per series, I think, mm-hmm. but he had more good games. Sure, and but you can't games. have any bad games, man. Not, True. Not, not, at, in the, not in the playoffs, and that's the perf- problem. Perfect example, Corey Crawford, 2012. Yeah. He had, against the Coyotes, four bad games. And yeah. we lost. We lost. Right. And he was terrible. Some and of Mike the goals Smith. that were scored, some of the goals that were scored, the puck didn't even leave the ice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is this, curling? Really, dude? How did that get through? <laughs> with it the, was brutal. Uh, with, the, with the brush, with the broom? Yes, yeah, somebody just brushed a puck. I'm, and I'm like, dude, the puck's on the ice. You cannot give up a goal like that. Yeah. And Crawford was bad, but hey, he bounced back. And I think I credit Ray Emery getting him back in 2013. Definitely. I mean, wow, I'm going to lose my job if I don't start playing. Yeah. And freaking what? The guy went 20 and 1, I think. Ray Emery was a freaking animal, man. I miss that guy. Rest yeah. in peace, man. Yeah, he was peace. he was a freaking great goalie. Yeah. As a it matter of fact, like a I might have dude. a I might have a custom Blackhawks jersey made with his name on it because I would just, just put uh, Razor Razor on it. Yeah, yeah it's man. awesome. Yeah, he was a good goalie. He was a tough guy too, man. Didn't he fight uh, one year with us? Yeah, I, I think I he got think, into a fight. Actually, I remember. Did we play the Blues the first round? Uh, I can't year? remember. No, I think we played no? uh, the Wild in the first round. Okay, you might be right, but maybe it was during the season. I just remember the Blues skating by the Hawks bench, yapping away, and Ray Emery's the only one barking back. And I'm like, wow, your backup goalie's got to defend his team like that. Like we had guys that just didn't, you know, didn't fight and want anything to do with that stuff. But Ray Emery's up on, you know, he's got his his baseball hat on yeah. and he's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He's yelling. Yeah. And I'm like, get that guy in the ice, man. He'll freaking waste you. Yeah. <laughs> I, think he, I think he fought when he was in the Stanley cup final with, um, with the, uh, when he was with the senators, what mm. was that? Oh, wait, he fought like some of the ducks. I was like, dude, this guy's a beast. It's insane. <laughs> But uh, and then if of course he goes to Philly, yeah, and you know you got to be tough if you're gonna play for the Flyers. It's like, yeah. it's like in your contract you have to at least fight once, yeah, <laughs> so, or or you're not a Broad Street. Oh, bully. you're not a Broad, so, broad Street yeah. bully, you know. Yeah, it's like you know, don't even sign me, dude. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not here for this. <laughs> I know, but those guys are These tough, shenanigans. Man. Yeah, they are. They yeah. are. Yeah, I know the a lot of the Hawks wanted nothing to do with that. 
I know Ben Eager and yeah. Burrish, they loved it. They lived for it. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But the rest of them were just like, I'm done. No, no. Stop pulling my hair. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like <laughs> Keith was like, dude, I'm I want to win the Norris trophy. Please stop. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But but it's cool. He was he was a good player, man. Good talking yeah, about was. him. He was great, great player, great goalie. What else you got, man? Uh, oh, actually, surprise signing today. A guy that's been in the Stanley Cup final the last two years Patrick hasn't Maroon? won. Oh, no. I'll take that no. back then. You're, no, but you're right. But he, Maroon won. He's got three in a row. Right. St. Louis, Tampa, Tampa. This guy signed with the champs today. Corey Perry. Corey Perry. With, yeah. Yeah. And it, pulled the Hosa. It might be a good, yeah. It might be a good, uh, good luck charm for the the Lightning. Hey, this guy's been in the final. Maybe they can get him a win now on the third try. You know. Yeah. But well, I he like won his one game. With the Ducks. Oh yeah. He, well, he, that's true. He did. But I mean, he he played with Dallas. They lost to Tampa the first time, and then he obviously with the Canadians this year he lost Tampa yeah. again. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? I can't beat these guys. I'm just gonna join them. Yeah. So, Maybe it's going to be another Chicago Blackhawks Tampa final, and we all know how oh, it worked out the first time. Man, oh, I think it would be a lot different, my friend. Oh, but. we'll see. <laughs> you know oh. who I am, dude. The Tampa was I, pretty dangerous when when the Hawks played it. Man, they were Victor really dangerous. Hedman scared the shit out of me. I mean, Ben Bishop was playing phenomenal. Ben, Vasilevsky yeah. was just dying to get in. He and came he got in, shut out. He yeah. he he played really really well. You know, I mean, they were a really tough team then. You know, kudos to them for being able to keep that that team and 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 build off of it and 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 come and and build this juggernaut. You know, a few years down the road. Great coach Cooper. Players yeah. love him. They want to play with him. Good GM. And I think we need to Eisenman. find a, no. Well, Eiserman's with Detroit. I mean, uh, I mean, we, at the time, at the time. Yeah. Well, I can't, well, he left. I think Eiserman would have been the GM there still. No, no doubt about it. Right. I Breeze. I forget his name, but. That that GM man, he he was really emotional. Um, after the um, Stanley Cup, he he was crying for these guys. He's like, I got guys that are playing with rods in their legs, and Kucherov's playing with broken ribs, and he goes, these guys, they deserved it, man. They were just working hard this year, and I mean that that's what you like, you know. They're it's like a big family, you know. And I think the Hawks got to get back to that where they're. You know, there's respect when from the front office, the ownership, and we, you know, like we said, we still got this thing going on, and you know, it's weird. It's it's really weird, and you know, I. But we'll get there hopefully again. You know. Well, guys, that's what we got for you tonight. Do us a favor, follow us on uh, Twitter and on Facebook. Hit subscribe. We'd really, really appreciate it, so you don't miss out on any future podcasts. But that's all that we got for you tonight. This is a Tomahawk, and we're out of here.